Hey everyone, we're finally back with episode two of Your Nonverbals Are Showing podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about of what exactly body language is and why it should matter to you. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So to begin with, I want to reference the first two sentences of a research paper published in 1957 by Dr. Paul Ekman titled, A Methodological Discussion of Nonverbal Behavior. And it goes like this. The behavior of the organism in any interpersonal situation can be classified into three categories, verbal, vocal, and nonverbal. These three types of behavior can be distinguished in terms of their medium of expression, the manner in which they are perceived, their developmental sequence, and their communicative value. Now, Dr. Paul Ekman was a big influence into why I got into body language. Um, this book, this expert came from a book called Nonverbal Messages, Cracking the Code. It's his life's pursuit and founding a lot of the skills and techniques and research that is now used in nonverbal and body language teachings. And I really like his take on it because it shows, especially in the book, it shows a lot of his struggles in how he was able to crack into the psych psychology uh, department of science with body language and was able to establish a good reasoning and some good research on why it should be taken into consideration. Um, this was back, this book is back in the 1950s. I want to say probably a little bit further back. It also always goes into, um, it goes into Darwin's, some of Darwin's books written back then. So facial expressions, the human behavior and non, uh, body language had been around for quite a while. And it still surprises me that until now, some people, it's becoming a thing. Uh, trainings, teaching, you'll see it in articles, you see it in business, you see it in your personal life, you see it in some references for dating and love. So this is one of the reasons why I got excited and wanted to get into it. And I'm going to dig a little bit deeper into the science of it and give you some examples of what it is and how you could use it. So the science of body language or nonverbal communication to me <clears throat> has always meant uh, the ability to be able to see into someone's internal stage to be able to see information that is there but we typically sometimes might miss unless we don't slow down and look at the details and it's also it gives you information that is valuable to you that helps you make decision make decisions and help you filter out either people or situations or connections that you may not need so the science of it is just our internal state, what we're feeling, our physiology, our thoughts, how we're naturally coded in some ways. Also the differences of personality that may come out in you. 
all of these things and factors that go into psychology that you may think or have read or heard of, body language is the literal canvas of how all of this comes out. So the the simple examples is if, you, if you're nervous, there are some things that are gonna change, anything from your body language, your posture, your vocals. Um, sometimes there are things that you can't control that change that body language, so sweating, uh, skin tones, things like that. Those all show uh, on the body and they come out in signals and cues. Sometimes they're really obvious to see uh, to the naked eye, but in other situations, it kind of takes training or just observation or awareness and rewiring of your brain to be able to see this body language and be able to detect it. So that's why in reading everything and the science that comes out of it, uh, there's been a whole big body of work of research papers and articles and studies that show, that prove and disprove back and forth in some of these body language and nonverbal techniques that you're able to use and take and then implement it into real life situations. To me, one of the best examples or one of the best ways that I like to think about body language is a, a modern day, I guess, a nerd example of we have these devices now in technology, phones, laptops, headphones, etc., that everything has two parts to it. So there's a, a hardware component to it, which is the outside of it, the design, how it's made, the materials, and then everything in technology also has a software part, which is the internals, how that runs, what kind of programs, operating systems that go hand in hand. Those two things, they go together. The software runs the, the hardware and the hardware helps encase the, the software. So with body language, that's the example that I like to think of when I first started was everyone has, we all have our different software. We have personality types. We have personality disorders. We have behavioral disorders. You have the brains that may physically have something wrong with it where it's a tumor or you're missing part of your brain or something caused you to not have a part of your brain or any anything that's structurally why it's supposed to be in there and all these things sometimes they affect how you're wired how you're then wired and how your software uh, interacts with your hardware so that's the example that I like to give to me what it means of body language how we are internally our internals are, are coded how we're wired to act and that ultimately shows up in our body language, which are our bodies just like a canvas. And if you go into the studies, you know, everything, it shows everything from head to from feet to head to toes to torso to our facial expressions to our vocal tone. So everything has a significant meaning once you get into the studies and research of body language that when you see a certain thing, it could cue you into what's going on inside. And in the same way to two or three, where how you feel inside will eventually affect how, what shows up and what comes up in your body language. So what body language is, is a, a physical manifestation of how our internals are wired, how we are feeling, what movement we may be in. but since we're human we tend to change from engagement to engagement who we're talking to how we're feeling what we're doing um, it changes rapidly sometimes and even um, in body language we take a look at the the quicker or the micro cues that come up so 
You may think that you know exactly what body language is, but as far as practicing it and then rewiring yourself and training yourself to see it, body language gets a little bit deeper once you have the proper training. So that way you can start using it every day and then use it as a way to either leverage or work on your presence and help you with all of your interpersonal skills. So why body language? Why is it important? Why should you consider at least looking into it or educate yourself some by just reading or taking a look of some taking a look at some of the research and studies um, surrounding body language? Why is it important to know a little bit more, especially if you're listening to this as a, uh, a young adult or an adult in a professional setting? I would say this. If you've ever experienced any downfall or mishaps with any of your relations, whether it be personal, whether it be a friend or at work or a partner, uh, some of these problems, some of these solutions could always go back and be reverse engineered to the communication that happened there, whether it was a conflict, whether it was a behavioral thing, Sometimes if you were to just go back and think of that situation and either pick up or notice on the body language cues and the type of communication that was happening, then you would have a chance or some sort of leverage to either slow down, ask more questions, or have that information to where you can make an executive decision for yourself that okay this person this situation this idea this job is not for me and that's one part of it and then two would be okay i need i need to do something for it so body language plays an important role because as you go throughout throughout your day and, and your engagements the more refined the quicker you are at reading body language and also working on your presence you're able to navigate through your day-to-day -day engagements, whether again, it's personal or professional or passionate, and you're able to go through it knowing that either one, you have the information that you need, you are seeing it in real time, and two, as an effective communicator, you're able to respond and act on that information that you get. And I think this is one of the, the foundations of where confidence to me comes from because Body language, one, gives you the presence, two, gives you the, the ability to read people. So once you know that, yes, what you're seeing or what you're saying is true and it is as close as authentic and as genuine as possible, then uh, things have start to happen. That's why training is important. That's why I, I love teaching the training because once people get it, they all have this aha moment where they realized, okay, this is where body language comes into importance. This is where I may be missing some information that I, I now can see, I now can look for. And then it just in turn gives you the, the leverage to, to go about your engagements and, and see and get what you want from that information. Just that communication, whether it's, um, it's verbal and then nonverbal that goes together, you're able to use those to, to move throughout your engagements. Another reason why I think body language and nonverbal communication skills is important now, 
We've come, it's been about 2018, so we've come about 11 years since the first iPhone, the first uh, smartphone came out that gave us so much information and so much power in our hands um, on site, on spot. So moving forward now, those 11 years, we get so much information and all these other outside dings and, and distractions that we get that you, you may all have your own your own quote or, or take on this but technology to me is is a, a curse and a gift it, it's a a crutch sometimes especially for communication skills so yes you're able to use it to communicate and kind of broadcast on a bigger scale and it is a megaphone for whatever message or whatever brand or whatever personal idea that you have but at the same time i think that since we are literally there's studies on this uh looking down at devices whether it's a laptop screen or a phone or the smaller device it's actually um, the more it hinders your communication skills that we no longer are able to look up and actually have a authentic or a genuine face-to-face -face conversation and it's also it's just a, a distraction there's, there's a device in your hand you want to look away and you can't make proper eye contact which is one one of the small body language cues but I think technology has been, again, that gift and that curse where, yes, it's, it's, it's a megaphone for us, for our messages, but it has taken time out of our face-to-face -face communications that we may have. So people, though, you have email, you have text, you have video, all kinds of uh, tools that you may use to communicate with people. And video sometimes is better because it is people still are, are still seeing you face-to-face, -face, so to speak. But you're missing you're missing that information that you may pick up with body language the example again that people or i always tell people is sarcasm you really can't tell if someone's being sarcastic through text but if you were to look at someone or be with someone in person and actually pick up on those cues that vocal tone then you would know for example the example of sarcasm so it's still important to me in this day of age because i think until we have technology started to be implanted into us and we become cyborgs and we have digital eyes and digital brains and digital senses or maybe even another sense created for us um, we still are able we should still value communication skills the face-to-face -face that we have if you need to ask someone you need to find out if someone's upset you need to find out if someone's happy you need to find out if someone's lying to you I think the best way to do that is to get in front of that person uh, and communicate properly, ask the proper questions, get the proper information, and then deliver back, be an effective communicator, try to respond to that person in a way that if it's a negotiation skill or you're trying to be in the same level of playing field that you could properly, properly do that, but it's best deliver in person using body language and nonverbal cues. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Your Nonverbals Are Showing. Again, I wanted to start this podcast from the beginning of this year because I realized as far as putting content out that I'm one of those people that talks to myself a lot and I figure, okay, I need to get these thoughts out somehow. And I have these topics and I tried every single other way. I'm not the best writer. Uh, videos, editing, and uh, graphics all take a little bit of time, but that's why I like this platform here in Anchor. This is where I'm recording everything. I do everything from my phone. 
uh, just with minimum equipment and minimum time to put it up, put the music up. So I really wanted to start this podcast to start offering value on this topic of communication by way of body language and nonverbal science facts and stats. Uh, I'm also going to be sharing a couple articles that I read along the way, things that I see that interest me. All of these articles, too, will be featured in my social media. So if you want to look for social media articles, something to read. M death, everything is that your nonverbals are showing. Please go ahead and follow me. Make sure if you heard it from Anchor, just tell me, give me, give me a shout out. Say hi. Say you came from the podcast. Um, and then I'm also going to be sharing. Here's where it's going to get interesting because I might be doing individual individual episodes on this, uh, some everyday stories, some things that I see that's, it's one of my favorite things to do. I go out and network a lot. I, I, I go out and have a lot, a lot of people time and I do my presentations and I work with clients. So as long as it's safe to share or they know, or it's just, you know, it's, you come across my way, you're, you're liable. You're, um, you might be coming up in this podcast as a story, especially if I see something I might not mention names, but this is why I want this podcast to be, I want it to be a kind of like a raw uncut, it's just thoughts flowing, things that I see. Um, I contribute everything to body language, attribute everything to body language and my everyday engagement. So from the body language specialist who's trained and who studies and he read, he, who reads on this topic every day and gets out in networks, I want to make sure that I share some of my personal stories. So we'll call it that everyday stories, personal stories. And then I have one last uh, concept and idea that I've had and carried with me. I just haven't really launched it or put it out, but I'm going to mention it here right now. Um, I want to start the hashtag or it's actually going out right now on Instagram and anywhere else that you can. I want to start the hashtag your nonverbals are showing and kind of get people involved. And if you guys see any kind of interesting body language and you are able to safely capture it without getting in trouble um, and can kind of seize that moment or see something that you see or get someone to record themselves, that way you could do, we could take a look at their body language. Uh, I, want, I want you to go ahead and make sure you're able to share that and send it over to me or just use any way you can the hashtag your nonverbals are showing. If you want to go ahead and tag me as well at your nonverbals, that's on every social media. Um, I want to start taking a kind of look at those and then posting them and then using them as examples to discuss on, again, the very fundamental body language techniques that every day you might see. So I want to go go ahead and throw some of my personal stories, but then let you guys get involved for those who who've learned or who've read anything on body language. Uh, I want you to play along and I guess kind of try to detect this body language out in the wild, if you may, if you want to call it that. But thanks again for listening. This is the second episode of Your Nonverbals Are Showing. My name is Jose Pina, body language certified body language specialist and human behavior researcher. Um, I'll see you guys in the next one.